Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To today, of course, the Finance Minister Katrina Conroy rose in the legislature and delivered BC government's $89 billion dollar uh, budget as we talked about 7.9 billion dollar deficit our uh, uh, debt grows by 20 billion to 123 billion dollars and servicing that debt uh, climbs to 4.1 uh, billion dollars up from 3.3 uh, billion dollars. We talked a lot about obviously um, the employer health tax threshold going up. We've talked about the impact on BC Hydro Credit. Uh, we just had Barry Penner on. We've had the BC Business Council of BC, uh, Bridget Anderson, also joining us on the Metro Vancouver Board of Trade. Um, we also talked about IVF for the first time. Uh, the government covering the first cycle of IVF. Uh, but within that budget, there's um, a lot of other uh, spending announcements. Uh, the operating budget, as as we said, will climb by over six billion dollars to 18 billion with another get this 18.7 billion dollars earmarked for capital projects. So joining me now to talk about um, TransLink and of course transit needing help because guess what ridership is uh, up to where it was pre-COVID uh, and there is significant demand of course on our transit system. Brad West is chair of the TransLink Mayor's Council uh, on Regional Transportation. He's also the mayor of Port Coquitlam and he joins us now. Brad thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, lots of folks uh, talking uh, about the budget today, and, and there's lots of needs out there. Your overall assessment of how uh, TransLink and Transit did uh, with this budget? Well, uh, then there was no additional funding mm-hmm. for transit needs in Metro Vancouver. And as we've discussed in the past, uh, those needs are growing very quickly. We're at a record level of uh, ridership, particularly in some of the fastest growing parts of our region. Uh, Service levels have essentially remained frozen since 2019. So, you know, you're going on now five years with no expansion of transit service in Metro Vancouver. And of course, what has happened in the past five years? Well, our population has grown by leaps and bounds. And so uh, the mayors have been raising that alarm, uh, trying to draw attention to that uh, of I'm um, hopeful that in the next couple of weeks, we can come to an agreement with the provincial government on what uh, their support of transit in our region will look like. Because if we don't, uh, the alternative is that TransLink is going to have to start in the magnitude of 60%, which would take uh, effect in, in just under two years. And you know, the point I want to make, uh, and I think it's important people understand this, TransLink is the province. The province it has set up TransLink. It's created by provincial legislation. The mayors have a very, very... We don't control the organization, but what we're trying to do is get the needs of our region addressed. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can, but uh, it feels like we're push and rope a lot of the time. I just lost you there just for a brief moment there. Uh, sorry, if, tra- if if funding doesn't come, new funding doesn't arrive from the federal or provincial government here. Uh, sorry, did you say you, you'd have to potentially cut? That's, that's right. TransLink would then have to look at service reductions uh, in the magnitude of 60%. 
because right now they are funded on the basis of an investment plan that that runs until 2025. And if there's no new investment plan in its place, then it it will be in a position where it's going to have to reduce service. And, And the point I was making is that the province has a huge responsibility here. They created TransLink. Mm-hmm. They control the TransLink board of directors. The mayors have a very narrow role here. We don't control TransLink. We certainly uh, only have a few things that we're responsible for, and that's primarily to come up with a plan that addresses the needs of our region. We've done that unanimously, and really now the ball is in the court of the province to, and the federal government, but particularly of the province to work with us and figure out, you know, how we begin to roll out some of these improvements. Why would there be a 60% cut? Uh, I can see, you know, if uh, with inflation, uh, a 3% cut, a 5% cut, even a 10% cut with the growth that you were talking about. But why 60%? Well, those are TransLink, TransLink's numbers. They come from them. And it's because the investment plan that they are currently operating out of uh, comes to an end in 2025. And if there's nothing that uh, takes its place, uh, that is the type of service reduction that uh, they'll need to look at. And again, you know, those numbers come from TransLink. Uh, that's the information they're providing to the mayors and the province. Uh, and, and that's what they say they're going to be faced with. Uh, you've also uh, traveled to Ottawa uh, and made the same pitch there. Uh, any indication from the federal government that they that they're willing to help? Because one of the arguments I think they they could make is, well, if we help, help Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, all our major cities are going to be lining up looking for uh, their portion of funding as well. Uh, any indication from the feds that they're interested in providing any financing? Not really. They've been very MIA from all of these discussions, uh, which I think is not appropriate because so much of the demand is being driven by decisions that they have made with respect to immigration and uh, population increase. A lot of those stem from decisions that are made in Ottawa, and then they kind of just wash their hands of dealing with the the impacts of all of that. Uh, The current federal government has said that they are going to look to bring in place a permanent transit fund, which would provide some level of predictable funding, which is a good thing. However, they've been saying for several years now, oh, we're not going to look at rolling that out until 2026. We have said, look, the needs are now. Surely we can find a, a way to advance what you already say you're going to do, but just have it come in effect you know, a couple years earlier. And, uh, you know, you get a lot of uh, red tape and bureaucracy and non-answers as to why that's uh, not possible. Well, I wish you luck. Uh, you got uh, a, a lot uh, of demand, certainly, for transit. It's back to its uh, pre-COVID levels. Uh, and uh, you still will need to, a lot more dollars to, to move forward. I know you have the SkyTrain line out to Langley. That's still being funded. Uh, but the growth is significant throughout the region. You definitely will need some dollars there. Brad, as always, thanks for your time. Thank you very much for having me, Jess.